Now, the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Are you ready? Yes. No, babe, are you ready? Do you know what a cassette is? Play it. Don't you want to hear what's next? I don't hear any music. I made that tape special for today. So, music? A show where we basically create a mixtape for you, like we did in the 90s. I just, I thought this tape was going to be a conversation stimulator. Cassette, cassette, cassette. Welcome to the mixtape. Every week we are serving up an hour-long mixtape. 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 90.3 KRNU, welcome to the mixtape. It's about time we had a new mixtape. Welcome back. Big long holiday break for me. <laughs> you teachers, I yeah, know how you do. Oh, geez. And I am here with my husband, Dan Richter, because uh, he had a very interesting New Year's resolution last year. So that would have been for 2021. Yeah. And that was to listen to all 500 of the newly revamped Rolling Stone top 500 albums of all time. Indeed, yes. So... This is not a new list. It's a new version of the the thing. Rolling Stone first did a top 500 albums back in 2003. People argued and fought about it ever since. Sure. Um, Much like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You can't you can't please them. Yeah, exactly. So they had to do an update, you know, in, in keeping with cultural times, you know, tried to take a greater look at uh, female artists and minority artists and kind of make sure that they were getting a fair shake in the equations. Because not every top 10 can be the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and Nirvana, even though it kind of still is. Yeah, I mean, those guys will be in there. They're well represented, you know, just uh, because we're letting some other folks come to the party doesn't mean you're not still going to get like, you know, 15 Rolling Stone albums. Sure. So your New Year's resolution for 2021 was to listen to all 500 of these albums. Yes. That is a lot of hours. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, some were definitely surprising. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. I never knew about that. So clearly we're not going to do 500 albums or 500 (sighs) songs that could just be the show for the rest of time. And frankly, it would save me from thinking of themes every week. (laughs) But what we are going to do is represent that top 10. So we're going to start at number 10 from the album, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. And it's doo-wop that thing. Of course, Lauryn Hill is the artist. You were familiar with this album before. Yes, yes. I uh, did follow the refugee camp. <laughs> yeah. We have a um, a divide in our house about Wyclef. Yeah. Yeah, we do. But we do not have a divide in our house about Lauren Hill. No, no. So I, I'm very happy it was Lauren Hill and not Wyclef. Yeah, you know, surprisingly, I didn't find any Wyclef albums on the top <laughs> 500. I think uh, glaring omission, we can all agree. Mm, we cannot all agree, <laughs> but you certainly will make that case. All right. It was Lauren Hill's debut solo album. Yeah, yeah that that's actually her only solo album. And she killed it so much, she was like, I'm out. You know what? Good for her. <laughs> I love it. All right. This is Doo-Wop That Thing from The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, number 10 on the Rolling Stone 500 Greatest Albums of All Time list. This is the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. <laughs> Give him a little trim to begin. Now you think you 
really gon' pretend Like you wasn't down and you called him again Plus when you give it up so easy you ain't even fooling him If you did it then then you probably can Talking out your necks and you're a Christian A Muslim sleeping with the gin Now that was the sin that did Jezebel in Who you gon' tell when the repercussions spin Showing off your ass cause you thinking it's a trend girlfriend Let me break it down for you again You know I only said cause I'm truly genuine Don't be a hard rock when you really are a gin baby girl Respect is just the minimum When you still defending them now Lauren is only human Don't think I haven't been through the same predicament Let it sit inside your head Million women in Philly pen. It's silly when girls sell their souls because it's sin. Look at where you be in. Hair weaves like Europeans. Fake nails done by Koreans. Come again. And it's him and it's women, him and it's men Come in the club like hooligans Don't care who that you fan, Papa Yang like you got Yang. Let's stop pretend The one to pack pissed out by the waist, man Crystal by the casement Still the name of this basement The pretty face man Claiming that they did a bit, man Need to take care of their three and four kids In the face in court case When the child supports late Money taking home, breaking Now you wonder why women hate men The sleepy silent man The punk domestic violence man The quick to shoot the semen Stop acting like boys and be men How you gonna win when you ain't right with them? How you gonna win when you ain't right with them? How you gon' win when you ain't right with them? Uh-uh, come again of Lauren Hill is the album Doo-Wop That Thing, the song, and that was number 10 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. I'm with my husband, Dan, because his New Year's resolution last year, 2021, was to listen to that entire list, 500 albums, some of them many, many hours long. Mm-hmm. Is this something you would do again? Definitely. I might do it again anyway. <laughs> I'm always go back and listen to all that Hank Williams. I'm always trying to find different stuff to listen to. Number nine, uh, because we're only doing the top 10. Uh, clearly, there's a time limit. Mm-hmm. Number nine on the list was Blood on the Tracks from oh, yeah. Bob Dylan. Incredibly influential. I mean, when it comes down to, you know, in 100 years, who are you going to remember from this time? Rock music. Kubastank. Probably. I mean... <laughs> 
<laughs> they're gonna wonder what that was yeah what is <laughs> did it did you get it checked <laughs> out <laughs> um you know bob dylan will be one of the three names people talk about you know for sure now i don't want to listen to bob dylan all the time but i will say that blood on the tracks if i was going to listen to a bob dylan album it's definitely that one it's it's a very listenable record it kind of has a bit of that country folk thing going on it's not just 8 minute 24 verse song of bob's musings on whatever the topic is so so it's good it, it's it's a great album it, it's my favorite to listen to i have a very specific memory of uh listening to it at my mom's house when i was like 20 or 21 years old um one of the first times i really listened to it and it was very enjoyable so it was good to revisit it and the song you chose for us was tangled up in blue yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, mostly because you're a big hootie and the blowfish fan absolutely and i I imagine you wanted to bring that that. full circle i'm 100 on that train you know i i went and saw bob dylan in concert about goodness i mean 20 years ago how old am i but it was one of those shows where i had very low expectations and then every song you're like oh of course oh where did yeah. you see bob dylan in Kearney, nebraska okay where else okay At the tri-city arena okay was there an opener who's gonna open for bob dylan i, don't, I mean the wallflowers <laughs> well probably but no they weren't there <laughs> so tangled up in blue that's the jam right mm-hmm. all right let's do it this is bob dylan on the mixtape on 90.3 krnu early one morning the sun was shining i was laying in bed wondering if she'd changed it all if her hair was still red her folks they said our lives together sure was gonna be rough they never did like mama's homemade dress Papa's bank book wasn't big enough And I was standing on the side of the road Rain falling on my shoes Heading out for the east coast Lord knows I paid some dues Getting through Tangled up in blue She was married when we first met, soon to be divorced. I helped her out of a jam, I guess, but I used a little too much force. We drove that car as far as we could, abandoned it out west. Split up on a dock that night, both agreeing it was best. And she turned around to look at me as I was walking away. I heard her say over my shoulder, we'll meet again someday on the Working as a cook for a spell But I never did like it all that much And one day the axe just fell So I drifted down to New Orleans Or lucky with a be employed Working for a while on a fishing boat Right outside of Delacroix But all the while I was alone The past was close behind I seen a lot of women But she never escaped my mind And I just grew Place and I stopped in for a beer 
I just kept looking at the side of her face in the spotlight so clear Later on when the crowd thinned out I was just about to do the same She was standing there in the back of my chair I said, Timmy, don't I know your name? I muttered something underneath my breath She studied the lines of my face I must admit, felt a little uneasy When she bent down to tie the laces of my shoes Triangle up in blue She lit a burner on the stove And offered me a pipe I thought you'd never say hello She said you look like a silent type And she opened up a book of poems And handed it to me Written by an Italian poet From the 13th century And every one of them words rang true And glowed like burning coal Pouring off of every page Like it was written in my soul But me to you Revolution in the air And he started into dealing with slaves And something inside of him died She had to sell everything she owned And froze up inside And when it finally the bottom fell out I became withdrawn The only thing I knew how to do Was to keep on keeping on Like a bird that flew I don't know what they're doing with their lives But me, I'm still on the road Ahead for another joint We always did feel the same We just saw it from a different point of view KRNU, welcome back to the Mixtape. Brand new episode this week, and I'm sitting here with my husband, Dan, because I thought it would be a great opportunity to talk about a very interesting New Year's resolution he made in 2021. It was to listen to the Rolling Stone 500 Greatest Albums of All Time because they had revisited the list sort of with an eye to maybe... I don't know, appreciate music from people of color a little bit more and women and, you know, people. Yeah. Not just all people. Not just white men. Right. All people. Yeah. Not just fog hat fans. Not just fog hat fans. (laughs) (laughs) No offense, fog hat nation. Oh, no. They'll get mad at you, too. Fog hat fans are used to getting what they want. And what they want is fog hat. So you listen to the whole thing and it took you a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you were working through it. Yeah. I have a job. Yeah, (laughs) this isn't your only thing. You don't get paid for this. Right, no. So what we're doing is just going through the top 10 albums, and you picked a track from from each of those. All of these songs are going to be great. All of these albums are great. It's the top 10, for God's sake, folks. It's a good list. But this next one, Prince, 
the album is Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. Purple Rain, what, came out in 86? 84. 84? Yeah. And did the film come out in 84 as well? Yeah. They were paired together, paired at the hip. Dearly beloved. <laughs> uh, did you ever see Purple Rain? I know you haven't seen a ton you know of 80s what? movies. I don't think I have actually appropriately seen Purple Rain. I actually have kind of an embarrassing story about Purple Rain. That's why I put a microphone in front of you. <laughs> uh, a number of years ago, I was at a, at a bar and we're getting ready to go to a concert and people are trying to get hyped up for the show, you know, so people are putting some drinks on, getting ready, you know, well, you want music you can sing to. And for whatever reason, I had Prince on the brain. I went to the jukebox with the intention to play When Doves Cry. Yes. And instead played Purple Rain, which, as you know, is a total slow jam. <laughs> it is an absolute slow jam. It's a, it's a really overwrought, like <laughs> overproduced slow jam nation. And talk about a mood killer. And everybody knew that I did it, too, because I believe I was, I'm putting some prints on. Check this out. And everybody wanted, you know, like... 1999 or mm-hmm. Little Red Corvette or When Doves Cry. Yeah. And what they got was Purple Rain. Was Purple Rain. <laughs> Beautiful song. Lovely. Not exactly pregame for a concert material. Well, you did choose When Doves Cry for us to listen to. I did. To. It's I a redemption. I got the right one. Yes, this is my redemption. This is a redemption situation. So we're going to play When Doves Cry from the Prince classic Purple Rain. It's the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. Strike curious poses They feel the heat The heat between 
90.3 KRNU, Prince, of course, number eight on the top 10 of the Rolling Stones' top 500 albums of all time. There's a lot of words there. We're talking to my husband, Dan, who just listened to all 500 of those records last year. Oh, yeah. He's got the report. I've got it. Is it pretty good? You know, there's a lot of really great albums out there. Do you feel like the order was good? I mean, was there any just absolute... You know, there's times where you look at it and I know somebody has to be 397 and somebody has to be 356. But when it comes down to it, it's like, how are you going to tell me that, you know, Shania Twain made a better album than Jimi Hendrix? You know? Sure. I mean, those are all judgment Is it calls. Come On Over? That's pretty good. I mean, good. It, it is a good album <laughs> and it's definitely on there. Um <laughs> And when it's really close and it's like, you know, really, that's better than this. How did you determine that? Sure. You know, who's making this decision? Well, and it's really difficult because there's so many factors, right? There's the time period in which it was released. Mm -hmm. There's the all these different genres. Like, how are you going to say how are you going to compare Primus to Toby Keith? Like, how are you going to do that? Mm -hmm. Um, I would offer that Primus is better and that is the end of that. However, you know, that's that's a pretty difficult calculus to make. And then there's also the influence on other bands. Yes. So, like, the artist or the album may not be the most pleasing, but maybe it was something totally different, you know, thinking about, exactly. like, Lou Reed. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, Lou Reed, Velvet Un- Underground, other kind of early punk situations on there. And when you listen to them, the only reason can be because other people decided they wanted to play music based on that. One phenomenon that has occurred over the years has been, as albums have proven more influential, like specifically Never Mind the Bullocks by the Sex Pistols comes up, where, you know, nobody bought it when it came out. It got almost no recognition. And now it will be on every list of like a tremendously great album that you must listen to. Meanwhile, nobody listened to it. Yeah, you're exactly right. And the Sex Pistols were like an incredibly short-lived band. I think they made music for Mm -hmm. whatever, two years. Exactly. Meanwhile, at that same time, everybody was listening to Boston by Boston. Right. And, And nobody's like, that's the greatest album ever. Everybody bought it. Steve Miller Band? Right. Tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> Listen to all the hits. <laughs> and it's not to take anything away from those artists, but I do think, on especially on lists like this, that that influence factor yeah, is weighed pretty heavy. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's a big deal. The next one on the list, number seven, is Fleetwood Mac and the album Rumors. The perfect combination of influential and extremely popular. Everybody bought it. Also, it continues to influence everybody. It's Mm -hmm. got everything. It really does. It's got Lindsey Buckingham. (laughs) It's at every record store. It's in every dorm room. It just is. It just is. And there's so many hits off of it, too. Mm -hmm. What year did that guy come out? 1977. You know, when you look at these track listings, it's cool to go back and see the way it would have been on an LP that side two starts with the chain. So that's what I was going to ask, because listening to an album from front to back used to be the only way to do it. And it was used to be incredibly important what the first song of side B was um, on vinyl in particular, but also on cassette. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you're like restarting a whole thing. Even when CDs were coming out in the 80s and 90s, I remember a lot of my favorite CDs, I would find that there was like a really great album track that was always like track seven. And they were still in that mode because they were still selling cassettes at the time. Mm -hmm. So side two of the cassette had to be a banger. 
So right, because you want people to listen to the rest of mm-hmm. it. If you don't start strong, it doesn't matter how good exactly. track nine or track ten is. Mm-hmm. And uh, what song did you choose off of Rumors? Well, we're doing the chain because you got to. The album Rumors, number seven on the Rolling Stone list of 500 greatest albums of all time. That's it. It's the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU Fleetwood Mac from the amazing album Rumors. That was number seven on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. We are recapping the top 10 of that list with my husband, Dan, because it was his New Year's resolution last year to listen to all 500 albums front to back. Nirvana's Nevermind came out in what, 91? One. So Nevermind had a number of hits. You noted Smells Like Teen Spirit. What else is on that record? Oh, goodness. Uh, Lithium, Come As You Are. I ended up choosing Drain You. And why did you choose Drain You? Well, mostly because I figure it's one that most people aren't that familiar with. Was it the first track of the second side? The first song being Territorial Pissings, which is kind of a uh, much more a rowdy kind of punk off kind of deal. So I do see how they start with that is like the second side is going to get noisy and weird and drain you follows that up. So this is drain you from Nirvana's Nevermind, the number six album in the top 10 of Rolling Stone's 500 greatest albums of all time on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. One baby to another says I'm lucky to meet you. I'm Yeah. 
90.3 KRNU. That was Nirvana. Of course, Drain You from the classic album Nevermind, number six on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. They just revamped that list last year, and my husband spent the last year listening to all 500 albums, so we're talking about it. Let's do it. You gotta have the Beatles. You gotta. You gotta do it. And Rolling Stone deemed one Beatles album worthy of the top 10, and that is Abbey Road. What do you think it is about Abbey Road that makes it a top 10 album? The fact that the band had matured and reached kind of a creative apex. You know, the songs are good. The production is there. It was released in 1969. It was the 11th Beatles album. Mm -hmm. It was right before Let It Be. Yep. They were putting out a lot of records. Yeah. That. Frankly, they just, their entire career, yeah, they put I out mean, a lot so of records. Yeah, so much music in a short period of time. I wonder why, uh, you know, it didn't end great. <laughs> it's almost like you, they, they were just killing themselves. And of course, if you watch the Beatles yeah. documentary mm-hmm. thing, the Peter Jackson deal, I mean, you can just see the where. Yeah. You know, everybody talks about the genius of what Peter Jackson did with that material. And I think what he really did is he makes you feel the wear and tear that the Beatles were feeling. <laughs> He's like, this is, they're very they, tired. They were and very so tired. And they're like, oh my gosh, we, we got to keep going, you guys. And that's how you're going to feel watching Get Back. You got to keep going. It's right. like, you're like, I'm on hour six, but we got to keep going, you got, guys. You can't quit. People are counting on us. I know you said you're going to go do something else, but come on back and finish it. Right. <laughs> come on, George. Get back here. <laughs> so the uh, song you chose off of Abbey Road was... You Never Give Me Your Money. Why did you choose that one? It has kind of a special place in my heart as a musician i learned that song with some of my old bandmates uh alex summerfeld and josh lang and john ross alex who played piano in our band was really great musician actually had gone to college for music and all that kind of stuff and he preciously wrote out by hand the music for, for this song and the lyrics in like perfect penmanship and just a beautiful, like you must have spent an entire afternoon writing down the music for this song for us to, you know, make a pretty good run at it. It's a difficult song to play. I mean, some of that stuff is deceivingly uh, complicated. It sounds simple. And then you get in there and you realize all the tasty things that they're doing. I mean, try to play bass like Paul McCartney. No, thank you. Try to sing like Paul McCartney. <laughs> right. no, no, thank, thank you. you. So that's why I chose that song. It has a special place in my heart as one of the first Beatles songs that I uh, had ever learned to play and did it with some folks that I used to be good friends with. So Cool. Well, here's the Beatles from the number five album on the Rolling Stone 500 Greatest Albums of All Time list, Abbey Road. This is You Never Give Me Your Money on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU. That was number five on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time, Abbey Road, The Beatles, and the song You Never Give Me Your Money. We are recapping the top 10 of the 500 Greatest Albums of All Time as redone by Rolling Stone to be more inclusive. And we are at number four. Woo! A livelier jam from uh, Songs in the Key of Life, Stevie Wonder. It is like musical joy. Yes, it, it's amazing. I mean, you can't even begin to pin down the amount of influence this album had on every type of music. I mean, it, it's just everywhere. Songs in the Key of Life came out uh, 1976. Yeah. And a, there are a lot of albums in this top 10 that are 70s records. Yeah. The 70s were the most represented decade. So even though, you know, they... They tried to make it more diverse, and they, and they did certainly. You know, not surprising with a when a bunch of music writers get together, the seventies are gonna do just fine. There, there's very interesting philosophical music debates and questions to be had about what is gonna be the the thing that everybody looks back on and says that was it right there. That was the most important album that came out that year because. Once again, like we were saying with the Sex Pistols, nobody thought that that was an important album at all. And the song you chose off of Songs in the Key of Life is Sir Duke, because how could you pick anything else? Sir Duke is musical magic. Yes. And I'm so happy to listen to it. Yeah. Yay for Sir Duke. Okay, so this is Stevie Wonder from the album Songs in the Key of Life, number four on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time, the new edition on 90.3 KRNU. Ha <laughs> 
90.3 KRNU. Welcome back to the mixtape. This mixtape talking about the Rolling Stone 500 greatest albums of all time. Uh, they just put out a new list. I guess it was probably whatever, a year and a half ago mm-hmm. at this point. How many of those have they made? Um, there's really been two official ones. And in two th- the first one in 2003, then this most recent one that came out in 2020, actually, um, they made some minor adjustments in 2012, but really there's been two big lists. And your New Year's resolution for 2021 was to listen to all 500 of the albums, and uh, that went well, and you're finished. So now we're yeah. talking about the top 10 albums. This next one went from number 30 to now number three. Yes. Joni Mitchell, Blue. Yes. She has a lot of songs that are, are just pure poetry and pure magic. You know, what she can do with, with lyrics and, and the way she can interpret a song are very unique. And when it comes together, there's really nothing quite like it. And that album came out in 1971. And of course, Joni Mitchell was one of the people who was just a staple in that sort of Laurel Canyon. Yes. All the all the dudes from CSN were up in there. Jackson Brown mm-hmm. was in there as well. Joni Mitchell. Mama Cass was yeah. in the canyon, too. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I imagine James Taylor. If he wasn't, he should have been. Well, James Taylor was in there because he wrote this with Joni Mitchell. Ba-bam. Here you go. It's the case <laughs> of you on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. Just before our love got lost, you said I am as constant as a northern star And I said, constantly in the darkness Where's that at? If you want me, I'll be in the barn On the back of a cartoon coaster In a blue TV screen light I drew a map of Canada Oh, Canada With your face sketched on it twice I would still be on my feet I am a lonely painter I live in a box of pain Touching souls Surely you touch my anchors Party you pours out of me In these lines from time to time
and your deeds And she said, go to him Stay with him if you can But be prepared to bleed Oh, but you are in my blood You're my holy wine You're so bitter Bitter and so sweet Oh, I could drink a case of you KRNU, Joni Mitchell, uh, Case of You from the Blue Album, ranked number three on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time, moved up from number 30 back in 2002 to the new list that they made in 2021. Uh, And this one didn't move this time. In 2002, it was in the number two position. It remains in the number two position. Always a bridesmaid. (laughs) Uh, The Beach Boys Pet Sounds. Yep. Always, always number one in my heart. Oh, that's nice. I'm sure Brian Wilson would appreciate oh, that. Oh, I'm sure. Or the captain, whatever his name is. <laughs> Mike, Mike Love. Love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Pet Sounds. It's it's so good. It is so good. It, it's my favorite album. It's so amazing. Every time you listen to it, you can hear something different, and you can get totally blown away without even knowing anything about how it was created. And the more you you find out about how Brian wrote the songs, worked with the musicians, and basically scolded classically trained musicians into playing the way he thought they should play, he'll never reach that level again. Probably nobody will do anything quite like that again. So it's really just a, a crazy example of of one man's efforts and and genius and yes it is a beach boys album but it's it's know, brian wilson. it's brian wilson's creation came out in 1966 you hear bands that like are directly influenced oh, by the beach yeah. boys yep you still hear it all the time there's you know a lot of artists that are that want to just capture like an ounce of that um you know, Sufjan Stevens, Bon Iver come to mind as like, you know, kind of folky artists who have tried to create a real orchestral sound. They just can't even scratch the surface. And I love a lot of that music, but there's just nothing like pet sounds. Yeah. Nice. You chose Wouldn't It Be Nice. Mm hmm. I know you love that song. Yeah. Um, I know it makes you think about Roger and me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you bet. Michael Moore classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's up tempo. Right. But it's also really sad. Oh yeah, it it it'll tear you apart. I mean, it's it's amazing the the power to harness the beauty of sadness and turn it into something digestible like that is is an amazing skill. This is wouldn't it be nice? It's the Beach Boys from the number two album on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time, Pet Sounds, on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
KRNU wrapping up the Rolling Stone 500 greatest albums of all time. We're talking about the top 10 albums. Uh, and I'm here with my husband, Dan, who listened to all 500 of them last year. It's a big task, friend. Yeah, absolutely. And no finer work out there, really. <laughs> you can, mean, if you can get it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm you, still waiting for the checks to roll in. <laughs> so in the previous iteration of this top 10, there were four Beatles albums, two Dylan albums, and a Stones album in, mm-hmm. the, in the top 10. Yes. Now, there's one Dylan album. One, One Beatles, Beatles album, no Stones, yep. uh, because they tried to revamp it and be a little bit more diverse. And and mm-hmm. frankly, like we've talked about a couple of times, you know, some things just kind of show how well they've stood the test of time over time. Mm-hmm. So the number one song or the number one album, excuse me, on the list is Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Yep. And it was top 10 before, but it has now taken over the number one. And I, I don't think it's a surprise that a list made in 2020 is going to have songs that reflect what we were going through in 2020. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, the the political situation we found ourselves in in 2020, there's so many things. You can't help but think that that impacts it when you're looking at a top 10 and you're like, yeah, Pet Sounds is great. But also, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And, and you know, Marvin Gaye was such a huge personality, such a talent, and that music was so powerful, socially conscious. I mean, it, it knows where it came from. It has a message. It, it wants you to feel something, and it wants you to be aware of what what's going on. Right. Um, like, again, we can, mm-hmm. we can all appreciate Fleetwood Mac rumors for yeah. what it is, but in that moment... That just does not have the weight. Yeah. And the list as a whole, you know, pulled in a lot of these type of moments. I mean, you you do have um, Sly and the Family Stone, you know, making a couple different appearances on the list. You even have Rage Against the Machine showing up on the list. Um, So speaking to that idea of... Probably Public Enemy, I imagine. Yeah, definitely Public Enemy. Um, So a lot of different things speaking to that socially conscious music that that has a message and wants to make a difference and you know it doesn't get any better than than marvin gay i mean powerful message but the music is on point them vocals i mean come on what yeah i I am hard pressed to look at this top 10 and see anything else that meets the moment Mm -hmm. of 2020 other than that song yeah uh, or that album and and in particular that song so that is the song we're going to play it is what's going on marvin gay the number one album on the rolling stone 500 greatest albums of all time there's too many of you Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got. 
to the late You see, war is not the answer For only love can comprehend You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and get here today Pick it light and pick it side Punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see KRNU, the number one best album on Rolling Stone's 500 greatest albums of all time, as listed in 2020. Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? That is the title track. Dan, how do you feel after doing this whole, like, listening to 500 albums? I feel like my Spotify suggestions are very diverse. (laughs) They they don't know what to make of me. (laughs) You just want to bring that fog hat back. Where's that fog hat at? <laughs> was there anything um that stuck out to you in terms of the the changes that they made to be more diverse and more inclusive? Does that seem like a good move to you? Does that just seem like they're trying to be I, woke or I, whatever? I think it does because there's it, it's a good thing because in the canon of rock criticism and and ranking there's just been too much weight put on no offense to the Beatles, the Stones and, you know, a handful of other groups. There's been too much weight given to those for that first list to have four Beatles albums in the top 10 is absurd. They they didn't make four albums that are better than everything else everybody did. Right. They, they just didn't. 
and, and there's lots of people who have made really good music and they deserve for people to listen to it and they deserve to be recognized for it. So, Well, and I think the default has been white male rock. Yeah. So it's been really difficult, I think, for other genres, for people of color, for women to get in there. Yeah. Those folks can sell a lot of albums, but to get the actual recognition for creating powerful and prescient art has been difficult. So they're, they're trying. They're getting there. It's all it, we can it's do. It's a better effort. That's all we can do yeah. is try. It and was the Beatles better. will still have plenty of albums on any list. It'll be fine. Well, we look forward to a recap of Fog Hat and I assume like Doja Cat <laughs> next year. That's the mashup the world needs. That's a fun one. Let's see if we can make that happen. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for taking us through your musical journey. And I'll post a link to... The 500 greatest albums of all time. Good luck with the website. Sorry about yeah, it. I it's don't a little know, glitchy. I don't know why it is the way that it is, but if you wanted to do this challenge, it'll take you roughly a year to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Interrupting all programs. <laughs>